Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender with Judith Fender Coaching. All right. Today we are talking about the process of change. Mm. Good stuff. Yes. And specifically, we're talking about wanting change versus committing to change. Mm -hmm. What's the difference, Sonia? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> a lot, right? We've right. got a whole podcast to flesh that out. <laughs> but when we start thinking about change, the first place people go many times is they want to change their circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See people who want to change. I need a new job. I need a new spouse. I need a new relationship. Mm -hmm. And changing your circumstances. In some ways, it might be, we might think it's the easiest, but it's not going to last. It's not going to create real change. Why is that? <laughs> You're feeding me all the questions. I know. Morning. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me put you. Yeah. Oh. So why, yeah, why won't, wait, why won't changing? So if, if someone wants a new a spouse, right, because they're not happy, how is just changing spouses not the answer? Because it's our thoughts, right? Mm -mm. <laughs> we have to change our thoughts about any situation. It's true. If we're feeling stuck in, in a marriage, in a job, We've got to look within mm -hmm. and start changing our thoughts because if we don't, what happens? Uh, well, we carry the problem with us, like, because it's our thoughts that will still carry over into the new job, into yeah. the new marriage. And we're never really taking ownership of the situation and, and having, I guess is the word clarity I want to have with this. Yeah you know, um, finality or clarity of the situation. You will always be dragging it along. Yeah. Yeah. I see people who, um, oh, my job is just unbearable. These people that I work with are just unbearable. They're mean to me. They're, they're, nobody likes me there. And so they think moving to a different job is just going to fix that. And a year later, they're saying the same thing about that job mm -hmm. because the thought that nobody likes me or that everybody's mean to me, you know, playing the victim, you can pack that up and carry that with you anywhere. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the same way with, with a relationship. Yeah. Funny how that works. Yeah. So until you take ownership, like you said, until you take ownership, and make yourself responsible for whatever change you want to see. Right, your misery. If you're, if you are suffering, if you are in discomfort, it's not the circumstance. It's your thoughts about the circumstance. And when you take ownership of that, it's from that place that you can make change. Yeah, yeah. And and there's a difference in, um, like we were saying before, in wanting change and actually committing to it. We all probably want something in our lives to change. Mm -hmm. And we can want all day long, but wanting is passive. 
mm-hmm. with weight loss. I, I sat in misery, in my own misery, mm-hmm. for years. Oh, I need to lose weight. I want to lose. Why can't I just wake up and have this weight gone? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I could have, if I could have wished it away, I would have. Same. I was absolutely, I have many years, many, many years of my life, very much the same way, just wanting it, yeah. wanting to change, um, but never really being able to get into the action of change. Yeah. Moving from wanting to committing takes action. It takes massive action. We talked about massive action several weeks ago. Um, So you can go back and listen to that if you're not familiar with the term, but it takes more than just wanting or wishing. Um, You've got to change your thoughts and you've got to change your emotions to get there. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, weight loss, a big shout out to Corinne Crabtree and, and, uh, no BS women around the world, because Mm -hmm. that's how we came to, um, to the idea of changing our thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. She, um, she teaches us that change happens when something new comes into your life and you have a thought or something within changes and you you have a thought yeah some kind of internal shift right, and, and so I know I I still remember listening to her very first podcast I think I've told this story before but not her first podcast but the first time I listened to one of her podcasts I knew that I had heard something new mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. that I had never heard before and I texted my best friend uh, from college who also uh had struggled with her weight and I was like I have found the woman who's going to help us change did you say that I did wow I did and you know it and it wasn't for her she she decided um on a different path and you know that's that's okay because it motivated me to start really and and Corinne with her thought work motivated me to start getting into my head and figuring out what all these thoughts were that were holding me back. And it's, and it's work I continue to do. I've been doing it for over a year and a half and it's, I mean, you know, I still Um, have, I still have goals I want to hit. Right. It is a continuous process Mm -hmm. and we never stop. Um, and my story was very similar about wanting change and hearing Corinne. And I had a conversation with my husband And I can remember her being up on the TV, you know, and he was watching it with me. And I said, I I told my husband, I said, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I'm going to join and follow her. (laughs) Join in this membership because she speaks the truth. And it was her presence and her message that um, created the want in me for change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had always known, um, well, no, that's not true. I remember going to a, um, a weight loss doctor at Vanderbilt, um, and telling that doctor, I don't think this is a physical thing. I think it's in my head. (laughs) Right. 
like, what did he and do? And he was just like, well, here's some, here's some pills you can take. And here's, some, you know, and it, it was like, mm, it's not the, I knew I needed that change and that hearing it was, it was my thought that was going to take it. That was so freeing to me, mm-hmm. but freeing, but interestingly also taking massive action. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. it's a whole lot easier to take a pill. Right. Right. You know, I, I can't speak for people, um, for everybody's journey, but for me, if taking a pill would have solved it, I'd have been there. Yeah. But I knew that wasn't going to solve it. I knew I was going to have to commit. It's so, you know, it's, I'm just sitting here traveling back in my mind, thinking about, you know, being in very much in the same place, the same mindset, um, and how, how exciting it was to hear her message and to know and to learn and to take massive action. Like it was such, um, and I remember, I remember doing thought work on the word committed and never, you know, I was committed to my marriage. I had, I was committed to obligations, owning a small business at 22 years of age. I mean, I had children at this point who were like, you know, in their late teens, early twenties but never thought about the commitment to myself. Yeah. And that is truly um, in her message and her thought work that uh, learning to have a commitment to myself made all the difference. Yeah. It really, it really did. This is so fun to to think back and tell stories. (laughs) I love this. Thank you. Thank you, Sonia. Well, I just, you know, I, I think it, that's one area where it's easy for me to pinpoint when change really started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a process and, you know, you start changing your thoughts. Sometimes the thoughts are the hard things to change. They're difficult because it's hard to catch them. So one way to work back from that, there's really six emotions that we can think about. And if we can think about, sometimes it's easier for people to access, um, how they, what makes them feel a certain way rather than what makes them think a certain thought. Right, right. I'm a feeler. So um, commitment is one of those feelings. Mm -hmm. It's going to take commitment if you're going to change. And maybe like you said, you know, maybe you need to do some work on commitment because as women, we are not good to committing to ourselves first. Mm -hmm there's so much benefit to committing to ourselves first, but we're taught, we're socialized to believe that that is not the thing to do in many cases. Again, we're, we're talking from a Southern perspective. Um, but I think, I think women in general, even, you know, in different cultures around the world, we're taught not to think of ourselves and you have to commit to yourself. 100%. What every day, sometimes moment by moment, whatever it takes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and that leads into the next one. You have to have the courage to fail. Mm -hmm. And we don't like that one either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Because what what is it is when you have courage, you have fear, like they come together. You can't have one without the other. And so there's Mm -hmm. fear and knowing that you're going to fail, but you're going to keep going anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because we see failure so many times we see failure as an end point. Right. And that is insane because 
Thomas Edison, if he had quit after he had attempted one light bulb, listen, if he had quit after he attempted 1,500 light bulbs, we wouldn't have light bulbs today. Wasn't it some crazy number that he tried, or am I thinking of? Uh, no, it, it was. It was. I, I, my students and I, we talk about this in class sometimes, and, and I, can't, I can't remember the number, but he failed thousands of times. And yet we think we're supposed to get it the first time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we have to commit to failing mm -hmm. because we're not perfect creatures. We're not going to have it all figured out. That's what we're signing up for when we commit. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. We're signing up for resilience too. Mm -hmm. That's how we, that's how we learn resilience is through yeah. the failures and getting back up. Yeah. We see that we can do this. Yeah. That we're strong. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's one of my favorite things about working with, with, uh, young women in college because they aren't yet, most of them, some of them have, a, have life experiences where they, where they've already had to access their resilience, but most of them don't even know how much resilience resides in them and, you know, getting to talk to them about that. And helping them to understand that is so fun um, because we are all stronger, I think, than we think we are. That is so interesting. Uh, my mind, again, just traveling, I'm like, Sonia, how cool is that? Yeah. I don't even, you know, these are you know, like words I've heard my whole life, but never contemplated their meaning or their presence and how they show up. Uh, that's just, again, the beauty of thought work and learning this and... Oh, just so good. Yes. Just, I'm, just, I'm just going to listen to you. And <laughs> <laughs> think. Well, desire mm. that, you know, that's one. I think if, if we had to start at the easiest one, that's, we think that's at the top, mm. you know, my desire, again, looking at losing weight, my desire to lose weight. Oh, my desire's big until you hit my favorite food, somebody, you know, donuts are not a big thing for me. Donuts are always the go-to example. And I can pass up a donut more easier than I could pass up, let's say homemade bread mm -hmm. or why, or what, why, why mm -hmm. I am not really a donut person. My husband is a huge donut person. Um, they've just never been my thing, but Ooh, give me some homemade bread and some butter. Yeah. So, you know, my desire to lose weight is, is great, but then you put my favorite food on there and that's when desire gets tested. So we think our desire is great, but is it greater than wanting that immediate gratification? Right. That's what we have to work on building desire the for the long game. Right. True desire. What do you truly desire in life? This yeah. piece of bread or your long-term goal? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I guess it, it really works. A, a good example is exercising. We talked mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago about you, you're working on your, your 5k, your sub 30 5k. Mm -hmm. And the long game comes into play for sure. <laughs> when you're working on a goal like that, right? 
it does. And the, um, this is so interesting to talk about, like, you know, there's all the things, the discomfort, the discipline, the commitment. Discipline's um, the next one. Yeah. There's also, you, you were talking about the willingness to fail. There's a lot of failure. Um, but the, I guess it would be the resilience. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm committed to the goal. Yeah. Now, I may not hit that. There's when I, I don't know. It's so interesting to think like, I don't know when I'm going to hit this goal. Mm-hmm. It could be a year. I think I'm just now kind of saddling on to that idea. <laughs> In the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to knock this out. I'm going to get this. I'm going to hit this goal. In fact, I was convinced I was going to hit it a few weeks ago. Yeah. No. Well, and that's where, like you said, that's where the resilience comes in. That's where the discipline comes in. That's where the commitment comes in Mm -hmm. because we want change, but we want it now. Oh yeah. That's the other thing. I want to wake up tomorrow and be a size eight, Mm -hmm. but if that's, that's really what I want. I mean, if we're getting real, but that's not what it takes. It takes commitment to the long game. Um, knowing that it might be a year before you run your sub 30, but it's out there. Mm -hmm. It might be a year before I hit my, my goal weight, but it's Mm -hmm. out there. And I have to keep saying no to other things to say yes to that. Yeah. And it's so important. And I think in this moment to talk about, you know, just listening to you say that and me talking about my goal and what's really the value of this is who I become along the way, whether it's my weight loss journey yes. or this journey for the sub 30. Um, it's, it's who I'm becoming and what I'm learning about myself and what I make all of my um, successes and failures and learning opportunities. I'd rather call them what I make it mean about me. Mm-hmm. So the, the other one that I want to talk about that we don't think about, very often. I mean, I think it's, it's easy to say change brings resilience and commitment and desire and discipline and, and uh, maybe the courage to fail is a new thought to people, but curiosity mm-hmm. is such an important part of committing to change. And how is that? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. I'm curious. Yes. Yeah. And you have to be curious, right? what you were just talking about with being committed to change and how it it can take uh, a long time as we are failing, as we're not succeeding, people get stuck on the, the metrics of it on the scale number or on the size they're wearing. Um, And they, they stop being curious about, real ways to change other than the number on the scale. Mm -hmm. What other ways can, can I change or what other ways can I get there? Mm, You know, that is such a big one, that scale, what people make it mean and how they can totally become so focused on that number and not see their successes and how they have changed their lives and how they have, um, who they've become mm-hmm. and how they become a planner and how they have up-leveled their food choices and how they've become um, athletes. It's, it's um, better, better parents, better partners. Right. Right. And how they just generally feel better about themselves. But that number 
and what they make it mean. And it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's so, it's so incredible, incredible. Yeah. So, so being curious, what, what have I accomplished? What have I, um, how have I changed other than, you know, some number on a scale or, um, how have I changed, you know, other than changing a habit, not having a drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drinking's huge too. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing changes, just to recap, nothing changes until our thoughts change. Mm-hmm. We can be stuck in, in a job and a weight and a marriage and simply changing the circumstance. And that, that does go for weight too. Um, some people lose all their weight and then they struggle to keep it off because they haven't changed their thoughts. They haven't changed, um, their commitment once to, to committing to it for life. Yeah. So you have to really do that interior work, that thought work. Um, if you're going to have real change. Yeah. Did we talk much about being stuck about the process of being stuck? We didn't. You, you just said that word. And I, I was thinking, wait a minute, did we really, because you can be stuck in wanting change. Mm-hmm. Versus oh Yeah. Like that can take a long time and all it is, Sonia, correct me if I'm wrong, is make a choice. Yeah. Just decide, get off the fence, make a decision and you keep moving forward. Yeah. I, I, I've referenced other podcasts, go back to overwhelm. I mean, you know, to the podcast we did on overwhelm, uh, people will sit in stuck or overwhelmed, or I don't know what to do. Right. Forever. Yeah. Instead of taking the action of committing to change. Yeah. And, and, and a commitment to change can just be, it doesn't have to be huge. It can be Mm-mm. just, it can be just small. I'm going to get up two minutes earlier. I'm going to walk a half mile. I'm going to, you know, just small steps. I'm going to decide to, to love my spouse today. Yeah. I'm going to decide to do my job with everything I've got today. Yeah. Just today I'm going to do, I'm going to put everything I have into it and see, see what happens. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on staying in the moment and not let my brain go to the future where worry lives. Yeah. I'm going to stay present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. All right, Judith, I think we're wrapping it up for today. Thank you all for joining us. If you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Uh, We would appreciate that. And we'll see you next week on the Coach's Cup. See ya.